Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, my majestic universe. This is the Pro Wrestling Zone Podcast, a majestic production, where you will hear the news and reviews of everything professional wrestling with a twist. You have never heard another pro wrestling podcast like this. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And without further ado, let me introduce to you your hosts of the Pro Wrestling Zone, Tiger Height and Peanut Gallery. Welcome to the Pro Wrestling Zone, episode number 20. Now, the initial... Now, before we really start with this, because there's a lot going on, I do want to make something clear. Our original intention was going to be covering Hard to Kill, Zero Hour, and NXT UK TakeOver. Hi, I'm Peanut Gallery, so let me explain to you what happened. So, so, so apparently MLW Zero Hour is a regular show. Well, it wasn't promoted as a regular show. <laughs> it was it was promoted as a pay-per-view, but it was a regular show. So next time we'll be good and active, and we will remember I, that. I, I miss... I was... I was ill-advised about that so what we'll do okay no no and then we're gonna and, we're gonna no con- no, 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 sh- no 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 shush oh, and then hard to kill which is happening right now as we're talking is our it, stream was being absolute aids like it was, it was terrible AIDS. it was aids so so i we were we were getting so frustrated that we just decided that we're just gonna do it later but also um there are some things that yes. happened so anyway so if you are on this podcast right now, expecting us to talk about the pay-per-view events this weekend, it is not going to happen. We're going to talk about it next week. So we are switching next week's topic with this week's topic. Yep. This week's topic is all about La Parca, who recently died, and all of the other wrestling-related deaths that occurred. For, for, for in-ring right. action. Right. We're not going to count like Chris Benoit right, right, or anything. We're not talking outside-ring action. We're talking in-ring injuries that result in death or in-ring deaths. Right. So we will <clears throat> talk about that. But but before we get to that, oh ex- no, <laughs> very exciting story just happened. Tiger Height. We oh. are recording this um, on Sunday night, and he just found out about this. I just this heard an about this hour ago. But but wait, but before <laughs> before no wait wait wait, peanut gallery. Before we get into anything, we need to be sure that everyone is aware that these are still allegations. They are still allegations. It's innocent. It's innocent until proven guilty. So we're going to do this with a grain of salt. Exactly, but. Right. 
but I think that they'll stay allegations because I don't think there's anything that can be prosecuted in court for it because it is beyond... But we've already the, seen the effects of it. Right, it is beyond the legal statutes of these allegations. Well, not not only that, but there's no way on actually proving this happened unless there's right. like video and actual evidence. But we've already seen the effects of these allegations go through. And I think any company who does anything at this point yes. with Tessa Blanchard are Ooh. fucking insane. Oh, man. So we are going to go right into the Dragon's Den here. And I'm not talking about the Canadian version of Shark Tank. We are going or in. Or the Japanese pay-per-view. That's true, but... Wait, I, wait, Dragon's Den? Oh, I, I, I was talking about Dragon Gate. Sorry. No, I'm, Dragon's ugh. Den. And we are going to talk about the allegations presented to Tessa Blanchard. So this all so, started... Okay, so hold on. Let me let me preface this. So this is even, this is me. No wait, no wait, no wait. Before we even start, I'm going to say that since I just learned about this not even ten minutes ago, Peanut Gallery is really going to take a hold of this. Okay, go ahead. Because Tiger High is taking hold of the the topic, topic. of next. Yeah. So here is what we're. So I'm going to preface this, and then I'm going to present the allegations. So Tessa Blanchard tweeted something the other day. She said. Something to the effect of, hey, women, let's support one another. Cool things happen. Because obviously, as you know, recording this on Sunday night, Tessa Blanchard is going for a major promotions world champion. Right. So she could be the first woman to ever hold the Impact World Champion, which is history a making. history making event right here. This is the first time ever that a woman is going for a North American main champion, yes. a North American male champion like this. Right. That has happened once, once before in No, Japan. it didn't. Yeah, it did. No, it didn't. A long time ago, it did, yes. There is, there is one instance of a, at the time it was a major I mean, no, it wait, could wait, be wait, like no, a territory, wait. but major. Okay, so yeah. so since the territory days. Right. This has never happened since the territory days. There is an opportunity for Tessa Blanchard to... China never went for the WWF no. champion. Okay. But there is a... but So Tessa Blanchard could become the Impact World Champion tonight. However, the tweet that she sent out about, hey, women, let's support one another brought about some very interesting allegations against her. The biggest allegation I saw was, according to Chelsea Green and other sources, so this was from other wrestlers. Chelsea, Chelsea Green and Allison Kay, who yes. is the current um, M NWA women's champion, yes. made the biggest allegations, but yes. there have been other allegations that support these claims. Go ahead. So she had... So she spat in the face of a, another professional wrestler and called her the N-word. She was black, too. She was black in Japan. And I think it was La Rosa. You're the one who does this. Uh, you anyway, should have so, this in. So, well, no, 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 no. Get your shit out. Oh, my God. No, right, you. If, if you want to take hold of this, you need this information. Well, I'm sorry. I don't remember the wrestler's name. I remember all the tweets. You should have. I mean, okay. Like I said, journalism integrity, peanut gallery. Come on. God. This is a huge story, and you want right. to get this right. 
Okay, so um, oh, I'm not cutting this out either. This is all in. Oh, there. I know. Make me so, like no. It is. It is La Rosa. La Rosa. La Rosa, who currently wrestles in Puerto Rico. Who and also, if she wants to come on here and discuss about the show, yes. we're more than happy to have her on. So apparently, according to Chelsea Green, she had spat in the face of La Rosa in Japan and called her the N word. Bad stuff. And then. This ha- oh, also, uh, what time did this happen? This happened in, let's see, when was she, oh, it happened in 2017. So, 2017! So this didn't happen like 2003, this wasn't like a Lars Sullivan situation, this was not a Lars Sullivan situation, because Lars Sullivan did that like, Way, way, way back. This is worse. This is very much worse. This is worse. Obviously, these are still allegations, and we're right. going to claim it as such, but um, multiple sources have claimed this. Multiple people have said, oh, I was in the locker room. I was I in mean, the locker the, room. I mean, this shit was on Forbes. Forbes talked about this, and the only reason it came up was because Tessa Blanchard tweeted This is very bad. That, that she wanted women to support one another. Cool things happen. Okay, if... If you want this kind of shit popping up, don't tweet shit like that. I also, mean, also, there wasn't just this situation. This was the biggest. There were oh, multiple yes. cases of where, bullying, where, yep, belittling. Belitt- yes, all sorts of crap that Tessa Blanchard did. Um, so Allegations still. It's, yep, it's still it's allegations, all- but... But the thing is, is that there are more people who say that it did happen yep. than the one person who said who didn't. And so sorry, the Chelsea, court of law yeah. is saying that Tessa Blanchard's guilty, or at least so court of Chelsea public Queen opinion. said you've con- you've consistently put down, bullied, belittled countless female coworkers, including me. Is that support? This was January eleventh, two thousand twenty. Yep, direct tweet that's still up right now too. Yep. Uh, at at ten twenty four a.m. Literally less than twenty four hours ago, this kind of shit happened. Also, Chelsea Green, if you want to come on the show and talk about more of what right. Tessa Blanchard did, don't hesitate to give me a call. And Allison K, who is friends with La Rosa, Allison K, like I said, current NWA right. Women's World Champion. This is when she said, "Remember when you spat in the face in a black woman's face and called her the N word in Japan? Was that you supporting women?" So the problem, the problem is is twofold one that she did it that's obviously a big problem but the other thing is that she then tweeted out that women should essentially be supporting her because she's about to go for a major north american women's champion i'm like the fuck i mean honestly now tessa Tessa responded i will say to her credit in a non-confrontive very much, oh, you could have just talked to me about right. this way, which, I mean, okay, this, I'm sorry, Tessa, I love you, and I think you're a great wrestler, but at the same time, if these allegations are true, you should just say, yeah. I did it, I'm sorry, you move on. People have gone through a hell of a lot worse than what this is, and they still came out a lot better for it. But see, the thing is... Denying it is not helping your situation in this day and age. No, it's not. Because we we really need to know if this... We want to hear from La Rosa. We want to hear from the source. We are seeing seeing multiple people come out with this who have been there. But um, we're opening up the line. Send me an email. MajesticProductionChannel at gmail.com. Let's set up an interview. Uh, I right. want to hear from 
essentially the mouth of the person who got this. I want to hear from Chelsea Green. Let's let's I have multiple hear, people. Yeah, I want to hear from Tessa Blanchard, and I want to hear from La Rosa. I want to hear from all three of them. I want to see if these allegations are true. And you know, we normally don't report on stories until it is. But but there are too many people who right. corroborate the story. There are too many people who are there that say. This is literally exactly what happened, and it's it's featured on every news site. It's featured on Forbes. I mean, it's, it's flooded. This is it's, this is going to overshadow all of Hard to Kill, all of NXT UK Takeover, everything. I'm sorry. And you know, like I said, the reason that we're not doing the pay per view tonight is because of the we've just had issues all weekend with technology. Oh, it was terrible. It was terrible. Obviously, we're going to do a lot better, and we're going to have it next week. So and- we are. So yes, next week we are going to do Takeover. Next week we are going to do um, we're going to, hard to do kill. hard to kill, but I think that because of the problems, I think we switch this week and next week and just say okay, let's talk about this now, and then next week we'll talk about the right. pay per views. But still, this is this is too big not wow. to cover at this. I point. mean, this this is I, I'm I'm curious to see kind of how how this progresses. I'm I'm curious as well. And, you know, we're not obviously going to be the first people who report on this because, one, I just heard of it. <laughs> and, two, you know, like I said, I, I've always had the thing of let's not cover the news first. Let's cover it right. That's why we say all of this right. are allegations. These are we, are, we are We are not throwing Tessa Blanchard under the bus, but these are – these tweets are still on Twitter. Right. We have the corroborating evidence, and we're not saying for an absolute fact that you are guilty of this but because I, we're not. Yeah, but you know, I I think that Tessa, the court the court of public opinion yeah. is going to differ from what would be claimed in court. Let's right. put it that way. So, anyways, I I think that the timing, you know, I and and there are a lot of people say, well, the timing is wrong. But see, here's the thing about the timing of this. I think that the timing of doing something like this is absolutely appropriate. I think so too. I think so. Because you don't want a woman who is about to make history tarnish a legacy like that. Right. You you don't you know, you want someone who actually does support Also women. there is a company that did respond to these allegations already. What was the comp what was the name of I the company? I think it was like World Extreme Wrestling or Let's something. Try that again. What is the name of the company? Oh my we should. You, I mean, okay, peanut gallery. Come on, like if if you want to cover this, you cover it right. Don't cover it first. Oh. So there is so there is a company, at least that to what I'm aware of, that has had they had tested, heavy metal wrestling. Heavy metal wrestling. So it's an independent promotion, but they pulled, they pulled her from the event for the light of the allegations. They they made the smart move. Let's put it that way. Yeah, and people are like, well, they they jumped the gun too much. No, no way, no. Mm-hmm. And see, here's the thing about court, this. court of public opinion. Right. And here's the thing about this too is that they would rather give people refunds because they're not able to see potential world they, they champion. Yep. Rather than have that tarnish their reputation. They they even they even they even said if you were gonna go and see Tessa Blanchard, let us know. We'll give you a refund. I mean, what does that say about the allegations? Number one, I would like the person of what was it called again? Um, world, oh, heavy metal wrestling. Heavy metal wrestling. I would like the heavy metal wrestling owner or promoter to come on the show and yeah. talk about what led to this decision overall. 
and um, if they heard anything different to what we right. have discussed now. I mean, we've we've discussed quite a bit, but but still. they made. I would have done the same exact thing. I'm sorry. Oh, absolutely. I would have done the same exact thing. Tessa Blanchard right now is literally in the hot seat, and I would not have any association with her. So my question is, with with the... WWE can keep Lars Sullivan and not care. <laughs> they have the money to do so. Right. But Heavy Metal, I don't think they have WWE money. Nothing against Heavy Metal. They could be doing well for themselves, but at the same time, they're not WWE. Right. They, they, they are taking a risk. They would be taking a risk if they put Tessa Blanchard on the show. Right. But they're also taking a risk by not having her. But so. we will have Tessa Blanchard on our show to talk only about the allegations that have been presented to her. So if, if with, you... With any kind of corroborating evidence, right. Tessa, the door is open. Send me an email. Yeah, let us know. We would love to have more of these kinds of interviews on the show. Oh, that'd be super fun. I mean, you know, something like this, like I said, it is all... It is all hearsay, but I think that a news story like this is going to remain so because of what... If this happened in the 1990s, nobody right. would care, but this is now, and this is way too big for right. it not to be a thing. Right, so I, I wonder, though, because the only reason we brought it up was because so many wrestlers have vouched for these things that have happened. More people have said, yes, this happened, than no. Right. The only person to say no... Is the person is, accused? Now, obviously, they're going to say no. Right. And then Moose. Moose said no, but still. But also, was Moose in the locker room when she did that? Right. And is Moose acting in the best interest of the his reputation or the company? I think he's acting in the best reputation of the company. Yeah, I think he's a company And you never guy. know. Yeah. He could say, oh, it wasn't racist. Now, there are a lot of black people um, during Hulk Hogan's thing. Yeah. Saying he, was not, he is not racist. He was right. just in the heat of the moment. Now... I thought now that was on video. That's much different than right. what the situation was. Actions speak louder than words. Right. Now, if Hogan did grow up in this area, and I'm going to defend Hogan in what he said, he could have just talked about that specific and see, person. And see, that's the thing too, is that I I think that Hulk Hogan was just acting in the heat of the moment. It was, and obviously, it was during a video that was not meant to be released, and it was it was during a particularly tough time in his life. Right, and he was unhappy with the way things were going. He was unhappy with the relationship that Brooke was in, and it goes beyond race. But right, but for Tessa Blanchard to say that women should support each other when there are many allegations coming to her where she has not supported other women and have belittled and put other women down in her own pursuit. Where, where are the people coming out of the woodworks defending Tessa right. Blanchard? Where are the women coming out? Where are the women in this? I mean, Hulk, Hulk Hogan had actually more people say, right. he's not racist. He actually pushed for me to be here or for me to wrestle against him because he right. knew or oh this person's really white fucking hot let me work with him right more people defended hogan where are the where the where the women right. defending tessa blanchard where are the women defending tessa blanchard nothing against the, moose nothing against moose but let's have another woman in the right. locker room say no this did not happen right and you know the the most i guess the most um centric version I've seen was from was from a fellow impact woman um Kira Hogan. Right. 
who had oh, said... Oh, shit, really? I didn't see this one. Go yeah. So, um, I think it was Kira. Hold on. Sorry. Peanut Gallery, you need to have this shit ready if you want to cover this. But, you, see, but, you, see, well, you see why I do, like, hours of research beforehand and make sure that I'm correct because I'm not going to sit here looking like a jackass. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> okay, obviously I'm kidding, but this is, like, Peanut Gallery's first, like, story, and this is, like, really... <laughs> Interesting. So this, I mean, okay. So this is like, this just came out yesterday too. Yeah. Now, obviously, he's looking it up now, but I'm at least gonna put my two cents in while he's trying to figure his shit out. <laughs> Apparently, he's a retard. Now, I will say one thing: Peanut Gallery and I have said stuff off of camera that I would not say to anyone face to face. Ooh. But I talked to him because one, he's my brother. And we try to pop each other. But I'm authentic about who I am. That's why I've never deleted my videos. That's why I've never done anything. Because authenticity nowadays is the cornerstone of what you do as a entertainer, as a YouTuber, as a podcaster. You never want to hide from your past. I don't. I've said stuff on camera that I regret later. But it makes me better that people can say what about this yeah i said that shitty thing and i'm sorry and right. guess what if you do that and acknowledge that you had a problem you move on right. tessa blanchard you denying these allegations with nobody backing you is not the way to go no no one's defended her no one has if you stay totally silent right now tessa blanchard should have stayed silent yeah if it was up to me I would have said, guess what? I did this. Let me get this Impact World Champion right. or whatever, and then I might talk about it. Right. Do what Hogan did. Hogan did not say anything on Twitter. He went on television. Right. Forbes would have been more than happy to do a video right. interview with you. If... Oh, it was Big Swole. Who okay, said yes. That. Go ahead. So Big Swole says, so since we're telling stories, I won't speak on all the other stories, but the one on La Rosa, I know personally. So she knows La Rosa. And this past year, Russell K spoke to her about this. So I wonder, this actually happened. And and Big Spool knew about it a year ago and said, let's hash it out with Tessa. Let's throw this, let's, let's get this out of the way. Right. Because if Tessa had apologized a year ago, this wouldn't even come up. But she didn't, clearly. And... And people are entitled to deal with this how they want. Right. But... But that's the part of the story I think that people aren't getting is that, look, people knew about this a year ago, and right. they threw it under the – well, Tessa at least threw it under the rug. I don't know if La Rosa had anything to do with throwing it under the rug, but the problem is is that now people are literally putting Tessa on a pedestal. Now, Tessa here is literally the hottest woman in wrestling right now outside of WWE. Right. And and now this comes out. Now this comes out. And that's why a lot of people are saying that this is fake because it's too convenient. Now, I will say one thing. If they try to talk to Tessa as grown adults and hash this out privately, where, you know what? You apologize, you shake hands, you hug, you do whatever. You know, all all is well it ends well. Right. Maybe it was the heat of the moment. But the fact that Tessa did not say, hey, I made some mistakes in the past. I apologize if this is true because clearly 
there are more corroborating evidence right. to the matter. Even and, from people in our own roster. And so, you know, to, to kind of sum it up is that... Big, big... Now, before you say anything, if before we, like, go into anything, Big Swole, uh, Rosa, Chelsea Green, anybody who wants to corroborate the thing with Tessa Blanchard, and including Tessa Blanchard, we are issuing an open invite. Yes. Come on the show. Let's talk about it. I want to hear from you. We're going to record it. We don't cut anything no. about our show. We are 110% authentic of what we say. Right. We're not going to, you know, step on eggshells. Right. We're going to ask you the hard-hitting questions. Yep. Thunder Rosa, did this happen? Tessa Blanchard, are you an ass? We're going to do it. <laughs> so, anyways, my two cents is it – I mean <sighs> – the the thing is, is that you have to you have to consider the position which Tessa is now being placed in, and with with something as monumental as as this, you you want to make sure you have a clean slate. And I right. don't think that Tessa has a clean slate. Here are my sense, and I'm going to end this with an analogy which I have used many of times, and Peanut Gallery will attest to this. Uh, a all right. trip to Disneyland does not excuse beating your child. The good does not outweigh the bad. Tessa Amen. Tessa is a trendsetter in women's wrestling to points we have never seen other than Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, and Ronda Rousey. In the, at least in this current century. You could argue for Stratus and Lita, but that was a different time. You, as Tessa Blanchard, if this happened, and you know this, it's a lot easier to come out with it now and say, this did happen. I am sorry. People will accept that apology more than somebody coming out with a video and you still denying it. Right. You need to atone for your sins more than now, more than anywhere. And this is not just for Tessa Blanchard. This is for anyone. Right. Don't People, keep shit. Look at Hogan. He has gone through so much shit, and he is still one of the most beloved people in wrestling today. And I, I hate bringing up Hogan again, but nobody else has had this much shit as this racist other than Hogan. And Hogan's was taped. And yet, he apologized. He did this whole thing. He atoned for his sins. Right. Pe more people defended him overall. And guess what? People accepted the apology. People accepted it. And now, he's back in WWE's good graces, and he's happy. And now, and Tessa Blanchard has a thing where no videos come out yet. Atone for it now. Remember this, people. The good does now... Let's try that again. The good does not outweigh the bad. Disney World does not excuse beating your children. When we come back from the break, we are going to actually discuss the topic at hand and not spend 25 minutes on it. See you in a bit. I don't know about
and we are back from that heavy subject to an even heavier subject. Let's put yeah. it that way. So now, we're going from racist to death. <laughs> Wonderful. What a great episode. Now, obviously, the big story now is... La the, Parca. The death of La Parca. Rest in peace, good sir. Yes. So before we get into it... Um, a lot of people need clarification about this incarnation of La Parca because this gimmick has gone through probably the worst shit I've ever seen. This is the second incarnation of La Parca. So this is basically the situation. This is part two. The original La Parca. OG. Which is, who is right now L.A. Park. Ah. Yes, that is, that is the original La Parca. He signed an exclusive deal as La Parca with WCW. But oh. he did not own that name. Antonio Pinez, who opened AAA, was the person who owned the trademark and everything Ooh. to La Parca. Okay. So he gave it to the gentleman who just passed away. Um, his name is Jesus. Oh. He, um, that was the man who passed away. I guess he, he the, yes. <laughs> wow, okay. Now, um, there was a Triple Mania main event, which between the two parkas for the name of La, La Parca. Parca. How long ago was that? That was, I believe, in 2013. I could be really wrong about that. Oh, here he is. He's going to, he's going to know, his iPad. I know. I'm a hypocrite. Fuck. I know. I'm a hypocrite. You can suck my dick. You can call, well, his first name is Hippo. You can call him Hippocrit. My name is Mr. Crit. Mr. Hippocrit. <laughs> so, yes, he signed an exclusive deal with um, WCW at the time. Uh -huh. And basically what happened was they had this match. At triple. It wasn't Triple Mania. I just can't remember which number. Oh, heaven forbid. I forget the number of the parks. Jesus Christ. Okay. So, or Jesus Cristo. I love you, but I hate you. So this happened in 2010. Uh-huh. June 6th, 2010, it was Triple Mania 18, La Parca versus La Parca. Now, um, he, the Parca now goes by L.A. Park because L.A. stands for La... Los Angeles? No, La Ocesia uh -huh. Park, which is the authentic park. Ooh. Yeah, no, total dig. I love it. So... He passed, though, so the one who replaced him passed away due to complications so, from a very scary, severe injury that happened during not even a AAA event. It was like a, um, it was called Corenion, I believe. I'm butchering that, but it's called Corenion. Let's but do it that way. Okay. Um, he took a suicide dive. He landed on the concrete floor. No padding, by the way, on the outside yeah. of the ring. This in Mexico, by the way. Ah. Um, head first, head first to the ground. Well known for their safety features. Oh yeah, no, we we bitch, we bitch about that during Triple Mania. <laughs> um, landed head first, paralyzed immediately. He had surgery to save his life because there was no way he was gonna walk again. Uh, they saved his life. He was in a coma for a very long time, and he passed away due to the complications because his lungs and heart could not keep up with it. Right. Um, and that happened in October of last year right. as well. And so he just died. So yes. three months of a coma. Yes. And now he's dead. Now, with this light going on, 
um, we are going to talk about other competitors who have passed away um, during in-ring action yes. of some kind. So we're talking about now. You have a couple of examples that we we can go through, but what we what we really want to focus on too is is ways in which these types of injuries can be. Well, let's let's talk about other examples yeah. and kind of determine from there. The first one that I thought about was Brian Ong. Okay. Who. This was in the 1990s. Was this the guy that died at 619? No. Oh. Um, that was uh, Pedro Aguirre Jr., which ah. is what I'm going to get to next. Ah, okay. So uh, Brian Ong was facing the Great Khali at the time. Oh, I remember this one. Yes. So he took a flapjack and died immediately. Um, this he... was in India, right? Yes. Yes. This was an Indian show, and he was cleared by the staff. Um, despite him saying, I have a headache, I have a headache, I don't feel well. Um, he was, like, puking and everything, like, right before the match itself. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, he died of a brain aneurysm. Oh, gee. And died immediately. He did not feel any pain, which is at least a positive in that end. But he was, like, he was super young. He was, in yeah. his, like, he was like, in his 30s. Yeah. Um, there is Perro Gurio Jr., who died of a cervical trauma. He was basically inwardly decapitated with a dropkick by Rey Mysterio. Yes. Now, that was a freak accident. Yes. He was not... He was cleared to wrestle. Um, Conan, who was running the promotion at the time, uh, knew about this, and that was um, online everywhere. You can find it if you right. can watch it. Um, I was in college at the time. I was actually doing a show... Oh, God, who was I in a show with? I can't remember. Um, but it was a pretty big podcast. We were doing right. a live commentary on it, and we were like, oh, something is very wrong. Right. Uh, there is Owen Hart. Owen Hart. Very who, famous example. Who fell from the rafters, um, heart and head, hit the turnbuckle, right. and flew backwards. Right. Um, I'm 100% sure WWE has the footage. I guarantee you they have the footage. Oh, yeah, they have the footage, but they're not going to release it. There are three pieces of WWE footage in the archives that have three sentences on there. Do not watch. Do not duplicate. Do not destroy. One of them is uh, Darren Drozdov's injury where he was um, he became a quadriplegic. Ah. The second one, oh, God, I can't remember. It was another death. It was insane. Um, and then the third one was the death of Owen Hart, as speculation. But um, Darren Drozdov has confirmed that right. one of those tapes was because of his injury. Right. Um, because um, in way back in the day, they had the Do Not Try This at Home, where they actually had footage of the referees and EMTs picking up. Do you remember this? Picking up a stretcher. Oh, yeah. That was the injury of Darren Drozdov. Oh, really? Yep. That was the injury of Darren Drozdov. And he did confirm that was him. Now, luckily, he did he did not die. He was close, but he did not die. And now he's actually getting um he actually can move his arms like up to his elbows. Oh, that's good. Which is really good. Oh, absolutely. Well, for a guy who said, well, I mean, obviously, he was it's, it's, he was, it's, it's relative, but he was, but he, was, he, was he was paralyzed from like the top of his neck down. It was insane. So, I think the first thing we can extract from these things is is. Please don't don't try this shit at home. Oh, absolutely not. I mean, if the professionals can become quadriplegics, the professionals, yep. then then certainly you can. Oh, absolutely. Um, there is 
Um. Oh God, what's his name? The guy who did Everald Flosion. I I'm going to butcher his name. Uh, here he goes back to no, his but this, this, this fucking this iPad. No, this. You know what? You can go fuck yourself up a tree. So I might just do that. There we go. Peanut gallery just finished in my room. Great. There was a tree in here. Really? Yeah, because you never cleaned it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, I cleaned it this weekend. So, very famous Japanese wrestler. I don't know why I, like, totally lost his name. Uh, hang on. I'm, like, struggling here because I can't find his fucking name. Of course. Mizawa. Mizawa, that's his name. So, Mizawa, very famous. Yeah. Huge wrestler. Um, he left New Japan. He started, um, I think he started, um, all of Japan pro wrestling as well. Oh, really? Yep. And he took a belly-to-belly -belly suplex and was inwardly decapitated. Ah. He died immediately. Well, no, he didn't die immediately. He lost feeling immediately, and then he died. Um, he died of a heart attack. Ah. Because of the injury. Ah. So... Um, but he wrestled for, like, way longer than he should have. Right. And the style then was so much different than it is right. now. He died in, like, 1995. Right. So, you know, those are only, like, the most famous examples of wrestlers who have died during in-ring action. And it's tragic. Yeah. It's, to this day, this happens. The NFL has one recorded death. In their entire history, as a result of on-field injuries. Oh no, they did. Yes, in, in immediate, in immediate. Because you can say, oh, online injuries. That means Ultimate Warrior, Chris Benoit, blah blah. Right. No, like literally, like due to like in-field, in-ring, in-action death, just gone. Right. Um, obviously, the thing with La Parca happened a lot sooner, but it was directed towards this moment. Right, like he was in a coma after that match. Right. And he never woke up from it. Right. And it's it's tragic. It's very tragic where this is why professional wrestling is – I think, honestly, a lot of people hate professional wrestling because of this reason. Right. Because even though it is a choreographed event, people say, oh, it's fake. Oh, okay. Well, why don't you ask? Chris why don't you ask like Parka if right. it's fake? Right. He took a suicide dive. Yeah. He, he was performing a spot that people do on a weekly basis. We see Seth Rollins do ten of them during his match. Right. And La Parka did it. Um, he was wrestling against Roosh actually. Yeah. And you know, paralyzed. Yeah. Paralyzed immediately. And then he never he never recovered. He he's gone. That's it. I think that is why it's hard to get away from this business because in the back of your head, you know the dangers that these people do. Right. And with the new style, now the new style, a lot of the whole doctor scene is a lot stricter now than it was back right. in the day. Um, depending on who you talk to, obviously. Right. <laughs> Ring of Honor. <clears throat> Assholes. So, you know, there's that. I know, I'm being an asshole. I know. Whatever. Fuck you, Ring of Honor. You can go die of AIDS. So, okay. You see, we're we're really bad here. You know, with this Blanchard. Uh, and, and he, hey, she should be a third. She should be a third person on the show. Oh my God! Must be racist towards everybody. Sure. So actually, that'd be fantastic. I'd love her. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna happen. No, I don't think so. We either. we couldn't pay her enough. <laughs> I'll give her a 
50 cent nickel and maybe a slave. Anyway. We'll give her a screw. <laughs> we'll give her a five cent screw. Yes. Which is you. So anyway, um, all jokes aside, this is a very serious topic and we need to figure out a resolution for this. And I had this, I had this topic for last week and I was thinking about it, like really contemplating right. on how can you as a promoter avoid these the one thing is now wwe is great at this yeah is the listen to your fucking doctors and this is not just for promoters but this is for wrestlers if you as a competitor go to a doctor because your brain hurts and they say you have a concussion uh we don't want you to wrestle again don't get in the ring right now Bret Hart, let's put in for instance, he was told he had a concussion, stay out of the ring for a while, you know, a year, whatever. Right. Um, but he was in the ring like three months after. Right. Okay, well, what are you, that was his fault. Right. And then the whole Goldberg kick did not help. But no, that was, that was like the catalyst injury and people blame Goldberg. No, he was told by the doctors to stay out of the ring for a while. Right. I, I solely blame him. Right. Um, the same thing with, like, Brian Pillman, Chris Benoit. When the doctor says, you have a concussion, don't get in the ring for a while, listen to them. Right. Do not do that. And WWE will literally, they have on-site doctors who are world-class they, they, they have trained. doctors that work for, they have full-time doctors that work for them. Right, Where, which takes out the guesswork. But when you're an independent contract, when you're an independent wrestler, you do not have the luxury. You right. go to the doctor when you don't feel right and say, what right. is wrong with me? They have the scans that say, oh, you have a concussion. Right. Don't wrestle for eight months. You know what you do? You don't get in the ring two weeks later. You right. stay out of the ring. And see, and see, this is one of my one of my big pushes for why wrestlers should be a union. is because when you have enough wrestlers that come together, you get good health insurance. And when you get good health insurance, you can require wrestlers under that union to go to the doctor right more than like once a year or whatever it's so like obviously you have to go to the doctor these doctors are approved and you have to get clearance right and you know these kinds of things obviously at the end of the day you never know what's going to happen in the ring the whole thing with la parka was a freak accident yes and it happens all the time unfortunately edge you know he had his very bad neck injury but he listened to his doctor and now he has two kids a wife right maybe a possible return with new technology right daniel bryan was told to retire because of his concussions he had the hyperbolic chamber where it replenishes your mind to where you can come back these people are great examples of what technology can do for you right. now, but at the end of the day, listen to a doctor. Right. You know, and, and see, the other thing, too, that I see is that a lot of these wrestlers that do come back from injury way too soon, they're those people that don't have guaranteed contracts. They're the people that rely on wrestling to get an income. And so they will forego their their mental health because they want to get their paycheck. Right. And... and Again, that is why I think that wrestlers should be properly insured so that if they need to take a year off, the promoter is like, take a year off and don't worry about it. 
AEW has started that where if any person gets injured in their own ring, they're going to take care of that. That's what WWE's been doing for years, though. WWE's no, didn't. Yeah, haven't. No. Uh huh. That's well, in their that's in their contracts. Well, yeah, in some people's contracts, but you're saying the same thing. It's like no, it's in all their contracts now. Oh, really? After, oh, now now it is. After after Benoit, yeah, it's in all their contracts. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, great. No, they have their own. You know, they have their own doctor. They have their own wellness screening, and they are required to do that. But extend that to the entire industry. The entire industry should have something like that, right. where if you are a professional wrestler and you need to stay out of the ring for a year because you have these injuries that are piling up, someone's going to pay for it, like you know, pension or workers' comp or whatever right. is going to pay for your salary, and then the promoters will know to blacklist you. And say you cannot wrestle for a year. I'm sorry, I cannot schedule you for any of that. Now, if you if you want to do like signings or whatever, right? Non-professional, not not wrestling events. Now you see, at this point in time, I think it's actually a lot easier for a union to not happen for that reason, where if you're savvy enough, yeah, you can sell shirts, you can do autograph signings, you can do whatever you want. But I'm I'm talking the union for the sake of wrestler's health right well like it's, uh, i'm just saying it's like okay well how are they gonna make an income there are a lot better ways nowadays to make an income right exactly it's a lot easier right um because you can if, if you're like a good enough wrestler right or if you get a good enough following it's like hey i have a um i you know there's patreon there's gofundme there's i mean there's crowdfunding right. where people will pour money into you and say hey if you if i can at least get you know a hundred thousand dollars right i can live easy or i can live without working for a year as right. you say because i have to recover from this concussion do physical therapy make sure all my bills are covered and but see, that's why. But see, that's why I think a union is necessary to give wrestlers an opportunity to at least make enough to get by. Right, but at the same time, it's like NWA, WWE, Ring of Honor, Impact Wrestling. They're, they're all different. They're all different right. companies within of themselves. Now, the only now they they tried to do this with uh, Jesse Ventura, and they got close on yeah. having a wrestlers union. Right. Um, until Hulk Hogan um, blabbed about it. Right. Now, now, that, that was, was actually recorded, and Hulk Hogan has claimed that that was really right. Yeah, but at the same time, it's happened before. But that was such a that was a much different era than what it was because really the toast of the town was WWF. Right. But time. see, the thing is, is that you know the best way I think to protect wrestlers is to protect them from themselves and their own bad decisions. And right. to protect them from promoters who want to put them in dangerous situations when it's not called for. Right. And yes, freak accidents can and will always happen. There is no way to prevent that. When, when you're doing a competitive sport like that, I mean, hell, it happens in right. Cirque du Soleil. So. I mean, you know, you can... WWE has a lot of great padding, has a lot of these standards in place, which I think that all... I, you you cannot surround a professional wrestling ring with like one pad, right? And and with guardrails like that, you need to have a little more protection than that. That's oh, you're talking about physical. What right. about like, um, you know, concussions are going to happen no matter what, right. especially in a sport like that. You know, you you need to 
um, have wrestlers who know what they're doing. You need to have people who are skilled enough, not only with themselves, but with one another. Now, now this, this is, is going where, to... Where the is, spots this is, this is are going to be safe, but there, there's so many semantics that go into it. It's almost is, impossible. This, this is, is going, going to avoid a lot of the injuries like a La Parca, like a Pedro Arguello Jr., like a Brian Ong, and, you know, in in a very minute way, Chris Benoit, Eddie Guerrero... There are a lot of people who have lived even past that and say right. something like a wrestler's union would have been good. Uh, now, WWE is a trendsetter in that because they do one of the biggest things that anybody can do, and that is the wellness policy. Yes. Where no matter who you are, no matter how much you wrestle in WWE, they're going to pay for your 90-day recovery. And they're they're going to require you to go to a doctor every so many number of months and get a wellness check. This is not to disparage you. This is to protect you because right. you don't want another La Parca to happen. You don't want a Chris Benoit to happen. We want to avoid the problems before they happen, and that is the key. Is you know you want to avoid the problems now with wrestlers who are older. You know I understand that wrestlers they don't make a lot of money. And again, if a union comes about, they they can potentially build a pension program right. for retired professional wrestlers. But see, the thing is, is that they can still work. You could they can still do things like autograph signings and whatever. Right. So they don't need to wrestle. And and the problem I think too is that a lot of people who get injured more are older. There's There's so, it's so much easier now for something called branding. Right. And you know. The Rock and Roll Express were trendsetters in that. The Fabulous Freebirds, same thing. A Fabulous Freebird like Michael P.S. Hayes or whatever can go to an autograph signing, and that's going to sell out that building. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's all about that branding. And nowadays, it's so much easier to brand yourself right. as somebody who can do that. And now a lot of people understand that and take advantage of that. Look at Nick Aldis. Nick Aldis can go to an autograph signing when he's retired for 10 years and still sell himself. John Cena can. John Cena is a much different story. You don't even have to be a wrestler anymore. You can go to the movie industry. You can go to anything else. Right. That you say your mind to. You can start your own yoga program, DDP. If you get that. Right. Uh, DDP Yoga, Trish Stratus did that before yep. him. Um, you know, people open up gyms and make a pretty decent living for themselves. People open up wrestling schools. But it's all about the branding. It right. is all about the branding. And nowadays, with the advent of social media, it's so much easier to wear. Like I said, a union may not be entirely necessary because you can say, hey, I have a brand. I mean, even though I'm injured, I can still go right. to this place, this place, this place. And be fine, right? So, so we're we're kind of, we're about twenty three minutes into this section. So, your final thoughts on on what you think the can prevent of uh, pro wrestler deaths? Here are my thoughts. You will never. It's it's going to happen again, no matter where it is, either in WWE because this it still could happen to. A spot show in the middle of a mud field in Mississippi. It doesn't matter. It's going to happen again. But you can take preventative measures now and make sure that people have 
a longer career where people can wrestle until they're 50, 60, whatever, and they're still okay. And with the evolution of workout regimens where people understand how the body works and how to build muscle and eating right to supplement to everything. It's making it easier for people to have a longer, healthier, happier career. But at the end of the day, a freak accident is going to happen no matter what. Okay. I'm going to agree with you. I think that preventative measures need not not just have to, but they need to be taken. I think wrestlers need to take it to the promoters and say these things need to happen. Right. And you can prevent a lot of not only the minor injuries, but the minor injuries that can develop into major injuries from right. happening. And again, that's why I'm pro wrestlers union. I because want, I, I, I I I want the measures in place to protect. WWE does a great job. They they do a pretty decent job with making this faux union, but I think it needs to extend beyond WWE's borders. Right. And I think that wrestlers need to have more power in holding promoters accountable, not only for their own actions, but for the actions of what they're putting the wrestlers through. Because it's the wrestlers at the end of the day who are going to get hurt. Right. The promoters are still going to make money. Right. But the wrestlers are the ones who are putting their bodies on the line. So and I think I'm, they I'm, need a I'm voice. more than happy to spend another 10 15 bucks for a ticket to yep. a wrestling event. To have the security to know that these people to who are putting... To, yeah, to promote the, the union. Well, not only that, to the fact to where the promoter is covered if the person who's putting their body on the line for our entertainment is safe. Yeah. And secured to where it does not only affect them, but affects their family. Right, where you don't go, ooh, that's going to hurt. It's right. like, ooh, that. I mean, that's still going to hurt, but... Where, where a person becomes paralyzed. Now, I don't want to say this, but I'm going to say this. If, if another thing happens where a wrestler dies, I would rather have it be a freak accident than something that could have been easily avoided. Right. Easily avoidable. If, so. it's, if it's easily avoidable, I don't want it to happen. I would rather have a death happen by a freak accident than anything else. Right. I don't want to see another Chris Benoit happen. I don't want to see another. I want to see. I, I, I want to. If if it had to happen, I would have. I would rather see another La Parka. Right. Than another Chris Benoit. Exactly. So I want to thank everybody for the very last minute change of the lineup. I do apologize if you were looking for the Hard to Kill or whatever. We're going to cover it oh next week. Oh my God. Um. But this. I'm glad. Um, this was a fantastic show overall. Yeah. Um, a very heavy topic. So if you want a little more fun stuff, let us know because, I mean, we might do something fun later. Yeah. Um, obviously, become a patron if you want to do a watch party. And obviously, um, we'll try to avoid what happened with Hard to Kill as much oh as possible. Oh, my God. Maybe we'll try to look at Impact Plus to see if they do live shows. If not, then maybe we'll get a sponsorship. So, um you know, there's there was a lot going on with that. So become a patron because it's like twenty bucks a month for the watch party where you not only get every single pay per view in its entirety, where you're gonna watch it with us, but you get MP throwback where we cover old wrestling pay per views, no matter how old it is. Joy. 
which is awesome. Um, you get signed merch. You get, you know, to become a part of our Discord where you can dictate maybe where we're going to go next, a part of a show that doesn't cover a pay-per-view. Yep. So a lot of good stuff. So become a patron. There's a link down below in the description, wherever you're watching this. And follow us on social media to get the up-to-date scoop on where we're going and our snarkiness on Twitter when something happens. So next week is going to be Hard to Kill NXT TakeOver. Yes. Then the week after will be Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble weekend plus NWA. Yes, NWA, um, Worlds Collide, and Royal Rumble. So there's going to be a lot. Mexican excellent. Yes. So thank you guys for watching. And as always, be Majestic. Majestic. Thank you for listening to the Pro Wrestling Zone Podcast, a Majestic production. If you enjoyed this program, feel free to follow us on all social media platforms. Links in the description section of wherever you're watching this. We are on all channels. We will be doing this once at least a week, and we will let you know when we go live. Also, if you want to support us further and get great exclusive content, including watch parties, merchandise, signings, and any and all future shows, become a patron today at patreon.com forward slash majesticp. That again is patreon.com forward slash majesticp. Thank you guys for watching. Enjoy the rest of your day, evening, or morning. And as always, be majestic.